listening to 27 Talks Podcast. Step into the world of hair. We've got ideas and stories to share. Supporting salon culture and life. We'll provide the education. One talk at a time. episode, Amber sits down with her good friend and beauty brand manager, William Poulihan. Hi, and welcome to 27 Talks. Today, I have my good friend, Will Houlihan, with me. Will is a brand manager with Moroccan Oil. He's also my friend and a great person to lean on in this industry in all things salon business. Welcome. Thank you for sitting down and chatting with me today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Amber. It, it, it's it's always a pleasure whenever I get to see your face and actually talk to you about the amazing industry that we all work in. It truly is amazing, and I value every conversation that you and I have had, um, past and present in our future. And I am so grateful to have you in our salon world. And you are a true asset to this industry. You absolutely are. And I'm excited to kind of pick your brain a little bit about this interesting time that we're living in right now. And we currently are, most salons are coming outside of shutdown and now really getting back to um, behind the chair and seeing guests in the salon. And the reason why I wanted to kind of explore this topic with you today is with the retail component of post COVID, you know, we sat at home for, you know, two and plus months just thinking about what reopen was going to look like and strategizing not only what behind the chair and all of those new standards of practice we were going to be working with, our protective equipment that we're going to be working with, how clients are going to need their roots handled. But we really were looking at a huge component of that, that retail and the, the retail aspect and what was it going to look like coming back into the salon and I know I had a lot of fears about that as a salon owner. I had fears that ran deep. And you, my friend, have been in this business looking <laughs> and or in the salon, talking with salon owners during shutdown. And now that you're out there, what were some of the fears that you were hearing from salon owners and stylists like myself? Well, you know, it, it, absolutely, there was so much fear, especially in the beginning with COVID. We didn't understand, like, was it going to be, oh, you can't touch these products, everything had to be pre-ordered, or everything's got to be sanitized, wiped down, or, you know, what, what was that landscape going to look like? Well, you know, initially in the beginning, there was the curbside, you know, you would, you'd call in your products, you would, you know, have everything prepaid for, so that when you came into the salon to get your service done, they would have these little bags or whatever, and everybody was staying very far away. I think what I've been seeing more so in this current time, you know, from the fear to slowly, slowly reopening the door. Is retail a focus? Absolutely it is. It actually is very surprising to see the differences between what we thought was going to happen two months ago or even three months ago to what's actually happening right now. Um, I'm seeing record-breaking numbers from all of my distributors. I'm seeing record-breaking numbers from even my salon partners who are all saying the same thing. 
we didn't think that we were going to be able to sell any retail. But the fact of the matter is people are coming in and it's almost like, you know, when you, when you deprive people and they're hungry, you know, and then you give them food, it's kind of that same kind of principle. People have been deprived of their hair products, they, their haircut, their hair color, everything that they, you know, the world that they're used to doing on a routine every single six weeks or every month or every two months. And now they're finally having access. So it's been quite surprising to see how that turn of events, you know, has turned to a positive versus a negative. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Again, I myself had such concern, such worry about how are we going to block off retail from anyone even touching it? And, and as you mentioned, and just really that the touch point aspect of it was, I think the scariest for me. And then also the, is it not going to be relevant anymore? But truly when we reopened, so many of my clients were Longing for, even during shutdowns, let me even back up. During shutdown, I had a lot of clients asking, what are some of the things that I can be doing here and now? Here and now during shutdown, my hair's dry. I'm in dire need of, if there's ever a time for me to do a hair mask, now's the time and (laughs) things like that. And so there created an element of that self-care, self-love, self-attention, and really looking for extraordinary products that are outside of their bubble, even outside of what the norm was. Sure. Yes. You need great shampoo. Absolutely. But you know, when you're really at home and kind of trying to think about the things that are more important is like, yeah, I do want to have healthy hair. How do I do that now? So then that created a, in the clients that we saw, it created a little bit more of a demand for these things do matter. And if tomorrow things change and we are back at home again, you know what? I want to have good stuff so that it makes me feel better. It makes me love right. my hair. And I well, think there's an emotional component of that. Absolutely. And it, it's interesting because I saw a lot of my, I, I saw a lot of salons and a lot of friends in, in, in the industry that started to do the curbside, you know, like root touch-up kits and, you know, you're all over single process and things that were very easy for people to do at home. You know, those were the inventive ways to kind of carry them through because when we look at the big grand scheme of it all, retail and, you know, your products and your color is what is bringing in the money really into the salon. You know, and as we've kind of transitioned through to reopening and coming back in the field, I mean, obviously, you guys reopened way before we did here in New York. So New York, we've only been open for what, just a little bit over a month, five weeks now, or six weeks now. And, uh, you know, in that time period, everybody was rushing in, you know, and that mindset of like, I just got to make up all this money that I didn't have before. But then people also forgot that that entire time, that three, four months that we were closed, people were also deprived of all their products. All those things to maintain their color, those, those things to maintain their healthy hair, they they couldn't even get it, whether that's through the distributor or even sometimes through Amazon or however the distributor, you know, is moving this product. So, you know, for us with even Moroccan oil, we were like, it was challenging. These, these orders weren't getting sent out. You know, so the new landscape, all of a sudden the salon's open, everybody's rushing to get those products that they need. I received thousands, I felt like thousands of texts, it's probably only a few hundred, but um, I received so many text messages from friends, from clients, you know, salon owners, from even distributors, like, how do we do this? What can we do? You know, how can I get these products to these people? Um, 
And it, it was it was always interesting. So I was like constantly doing these hair consultations, like, you know, what's going on with your hair? What products are you looking for? And it was also a time where people had the time to learn about what they actually were doing with their hair. They were actually paying attention to the results. Because when we're in this go, to go, 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 go lifestyle, we forget. We're just like, I just need something quick, fast, whatever, and I don't want to have to really think about it. Well, all of a sudden, we were stuck. We were basically put on pause, and we had nothing but time to think about it and think about the reality of what, what is it that I'm doing to my hair? Maybe I should switch out this product. Maybe I should try these other things. I've always wanted to do this. I wanted to have colored hair, or you know, so many of my friends got very creative. You know, and that's that's the beauty of what happened with this, you know, this period that we had. But, you know, moving into the, the surprise reality was when the doors opened, I, I'm telling you, I mean, the products were flying off the shelf. And, you know, we all know in the industry that retail is where, you know, your your margins are, you know, quite huge there. So you're you're getting a bigger return and a faster return more so than you do just from like a haircutting service or whatnot. So um, it's actually, it was a pleasant surprise. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it really shocked me. It really shocked me. And I thought that I <laughs> knew my business pretty well, but you know, unprecedented times and you sometimes get unexpected results um, on both sides, but this was a happy positive that people really did begin to I think care more for, for themselves and, and really wanting those great products. What and, I will yeah, say, yo, go I ahead. Was gonna, I was going to say that I, I, on that point, people started to care more about themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, before we would just kind of like, we'd run through the day, just like quickly do whatever. And we weren't paying attention, but now people had a reason to care about themselves. They wanted to take care of themselves and taking care of yourself also means making sure that you look good, right? Taking care of how you look, how you feel. And that's what these products in our industry does. It's about transforming your everyday feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now you had mentioned, you know, uh, touching on a, a bit of like the convenience of things too. And I think something that really came out of this was people want convenience, right? They still want Yes, we want experience, but the need for convenience, such as like Amazon purchases and things like that, that can really be to your house within a matter of hours. And especially with COVID and shutdown and not wanting to be out there in the public, really shopping, so to speak, unless you're making your hair appointment. So for those moments when you're like out of your favorite hairspray going, dang, I don't have another appointment for about three more weeks. What am I going to do? Well, enter e-commerce to the salon space. And I know you guys at Moroccan Oil have a wonderful affiliate program. Other brands are doing so as well. And this really gives a solution to that issue of it might be midnight. And I just remembered that tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to need X, Y, and Z. Let me go onto my salon's page shop right there on their website direct to them and i want to applaud you know you as a consultant and brand you know managing of your brand being able to offer programs like this well done because it brings a lot of success and value to the business itself um, from in ease from the client's perspective so how have you been feeling about those e-commerce um, you know, new additions into the salon space. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because Moroccan Oil has done so much 
to to fight diversion. And part of the reason why, you know, so many brands or so many companies out there have a lot of issues with, you know, doing e-commerce is because of the diversion aspect of it. You know, it's being sold out the back door. Well, you know, one of the things that's really important with what we did is we started looking at the landscape. And from the from day one, when I left, you know, as you know, Forrest, the salon software company, and went into back working with a manufacturer and with a brand again. Uh, e-commerce was part of the conversation that I kept saying, you know, we really should start doing this because all the salons are starting to look at e-commerce as a viable, you know, way. It's kind of when you look at like, you know, print advertising versus, you know, online advertising. Well, now the roles have been reversed. Like the budgets for print advertising are minuscule compared to what people are spending on online advertising. So if you're wanting to expand your reach, we were seeing those of our salons, we went from having zero and during COVID, we allowed e-commerce so that people still had like this constant interchange of business coming into their salon. We were seeing about a 300 to 400% increase in their retail business due to having e-commerce added. Um, we've partnered, you know, we're working with, you know, some of our distributors have partnerships already with Salon Interactive. If you've not learned about Salon Interactive, it's free for the salon to add this on. The products are already listed and already you already have your store already designed. The store, the salon will get credit, will get a, a commission. I think it's a 10 or 15% commission off anything that's being shipped directly from your distributor to, but it's being facilitated through your salon. So it's actually, it makes it a lot easier for you guys to one, you're still getting paid. It's going directly to your client. It's circumventing going to Amazon. And you know, it just makes a better experience. Um, there's just, there's so many key resources when it comes to e-commerce out there. There's Shopify, which is a lot of work. I have several of my salons that actually brought this in uh, during COVID and, you know, immediately sold through all their products because it became so difficult to find, you know, or get these products online and knowing like if on, on Amazon, like, are, am I getting the right stuff? Is this really going to be Kerastase or is this really going to be Arnco or Orbe or is this really... You know, the Moroccan oil we know is real because we have only two distributors that are allowed to sell us on, on Amazon. That's it. Two distributors, and it's coming directly from us. So we know we have a lot more control of that. So, you know, the e-commerce is really just opening up this entire new world for us. But we're also seeing that even, you know, moving forward, we thought that this was going to be a temporary thing. It is now because we have 44 salons that have signed up to do e-commerce. It has now become a thing that we're going to do ongoing, which is amazing, you know? So it took a pandemic to really kind of open our eyes to see that the, the, the desire, the need is really there. And I think now if you talk to Forrest or you talk to your salon software, these companies are also engaging and connecting with the manufacturers so that it's easier for you guys. The digital assets go to them. They can enter it into your system for you. And then from there, they're building these APIs, as they call, which is basically, I don't even, I can't even explain what that is, except for I can just say, it's a way for an outside company and your software to speak to each other. Um, and this way, your inventory will stay up to date. You know, so there's a lot of things that have come out of this that have been very positive. I think it's been amazing to see the industry change and utilize technology more. Absolutely. And, and really that integration between, you know, the demand, the inventory on hand, 
are you able to either have the consumer then purchase directly from you and have that shipped out through your salon or is it a drop ship right from a link right to the consumer so then my self as an owner doesn't even have to worry about that inventory. I mean, there's yep. really two sides of that, but are both highly effective and really getting more of that outreach to the consumer and getting the product in hand, which is absolutely fabulous. So. It's amazing. I mean, it just, it, it, it gives you so much a bigger reach, you know, and allows for that demand. Like you said, you know, at midnight, like, oh, I forgot, like, I need, I, I can't go into the salon and I can't just pick it up anymore. So e-commerce allows you to, one, have it transferred from a sterile environment directly to your client in a safe space, dropped on their door. I mean, honestly, what could be better than that? So, you know, like you said, whether you want to have it coming from you as the salon owner directly and you guys do your fulfillment, or you work with one of these partnering, um, you know, distributors that have Salon Interactive or a company similar to that that work directly with them. So it's amazing. It really is amazing. And again, it's back to, gosh, you know, this was the hardest thing that I think most salon businesses and some, yes, we still have some that are still enduring this struggle right now of not being Absolutely. open, but on the other side of it, and I want to just shout out to all those that are still close right now, there's hope on the other side and stay the course. And, you know, we've all got this, but within all of that, what could be a negative situation, and it is a negative situation, it's a very hard situation, but there's absolutely this pressure cooker of everything where there's good that is coming out on the other side of it. And I think that it's really gonna drive and, and better the industry every step of the way on the other side of you know what shutdown was and is for still mm -hmm. some, but. Um, no. On the other hand, I was, oh, go ahead, Will, I'm sorry. I was going to say, just like, just on that note, knowing, you know, yes, the struggle is real for like salons that are in California that are, you know, were open and now had to close again, you know, getting back to, you know, putting those kits together and the, and going back to the curbside, you know, people still need their products um, and, and letting your clients know that you're still there for them. Those are all really important things. You've got to keep your communication going, you know, just because, you know, we're, we're faced with challenges. We got to make sure that we're constantly communicating through this because we as a group, as an industry, we are always going to be there for each other and our peers. But, you know, we can't also forget that our clients are there, that we need to support them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And within the industry too, and in that communication within each other, another big hurdle that we've had to get resourceful, creative, find new ingenious ways to work around that is really education and education behind the chair, education that's pertinent to product knowledge and what we do uh, for our consumer. Really, we've, as an industry as a whole, we take this very seriously. We mm -hmm. crave it on the daily, whether that's <laughs> going to be watching, you know, you know, Instagram lives and these sort of things. But prior to even shutdown, I mean, this was a constant search that we're doing in salons, we're doing on location for education, um, or just doing it with, you know, that device that's always attached to our hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but now that, now that we're, you know, in the world of COVID and, and working through the, the still needing to be safe, what are some of those effective ways that you're seeing education still living and breathing, even though we are in these hurdles right now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. There, there, there's been so much creativity when it came to what is our game plan here. 
Uh, many of the distributors from Euphora to uh, I, even Kevin Murphy, all of them are sending out these these little news blasts, you know. And like I said before, like, you know, communicating to your client base is always going to be really important. So one thing that, you know, we at Moroccan Oil have done, and I've seen with many others specifically, I've seen, you know, kind of carbon copied of this with Euphora and a couple other brands. But we've been doing a lot of virtual virtual classes so what we do is we actually have a virtual schedule that is sent out every friday or every thursday perhaps and then we send it out and show you what the next week's uh, calendar looks like so you're getting first class education whether that's cutting whether that's styling whether that's even business summits that are going on you're getting these these first class talent that are putting these clips together that they do either on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, they do Zoom, you know, summits. Um, and it's been really impressive to see the amount of uh, connection that people have had with this. Uh, when COVID first happened, we decided in May, we did our first um, education styling summit. And it was amazing. We had on every given, like about 200 to 400 people signed in constantly for all of these classes, whether we we're talking about the new tools we we're doing or we we're talking with the PBA, you know, and it's like, because at that time, people were really like looking for this education. They want to know what are we doing and how do we navigate and still continue to teach, you know, because as you know, you said this yourself, the industry was looking, you know, everybody behind the chair was looking for new creative ways to stay connected. Um, we also have continued that trend. We have a lot of the companies have stopped this online digital education, and we have continued every week. I send out digital assets to my team, to my distributors, to everybody to let them know we've got you know some of the top talent that are coming together still and putting their giving you an hour every week. So the new virtual classes have really transformed the way that we're doing business. It may not be the most ideal. You know, if you have your, you know, you have your WCAD there and you're, you're, you're getting in there, you're trying to do it on, you know, at home, it's a little bit more challenging than when you're in the salon. But at this point, I think knowing that people are still continuing to provide you with that source of information and news and creativity, um, it, it's pretty powerful. It's interesting to see how it's, it's transformed and become a bigger thing than it was before. I, I agree. I feel like it's we've had more education in the last seven weeks than, and we're an education heavy salon. I mean, we are doing, <laughs> I mean, we have a monthly at least with the entire team, but I'm personally teaching twice a week, but for in terms of scheduled classes, like we're typically once a month, we bring in something exciting to the table. I mean, we are closed as a salon, so we have Sunday, Monday, and we have had sometimes two things on a Monday, and it's like, okay, the next Sunday, everyone's on, and then Monday, we've got online cutting class where it's, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, and you've got the tripod out with the phone and the doll head, and yeah. but it's yeah. working, and to even, again, to give credit to you and the awesome company that you work for, Moroccan Oil gave us this amazing product knowledge workshop that, you know, it was brand new to us. And so this is new product to our salon. You know, we have young stylists, we have veteran stylists, and none of us really had a good understanding of what we were bringing into the salon 
but yet right. this awesome virtual PK gives us the ability to learn something new. And then we can take all that information and then turn around and touch it, feel it, use it in the salon when we're there working safely. And right. so it's, it's been pretty great to see these measures be successful. And again, like you said, it's not ideal, but truly nothing that we're in the middle of right now is ideal. <laughs> hey, I mean, if yeah. I could wave my magic wand, you know I would, but um, yeah. it's, it's the make it work and make it work well and make it work successfully. And it's right. there. I mean, we've, we've got the well, ingredients to do it. Well, we think about too, like imagine six months ago, if you asked a stylist or a salon owner, do you know how to use Zoom? I guarantee probably maybe a handful, five, maybe 10 have heard of Zoom, but nobody had ever used it before, right? So now you've got this new tool of technology. Not only are they battling to figure out how to use their salon software, you know, let alone throw this on top of it, you know? Right. And then they gotta figure out how do I do Instagram Live? What's that thing on my phone and that app thing? You know, there's so many resources and tools out there and, you know, trusting in people like you or, you know, coming to me or other people within the industry that do understand how to utilize these tools. Um, it's it just like, we, we can help each other. Um, and, and honestly, I've watched, I've watched so many of the PK classes, you know, that were done virtually in the beginning. I've seen us perfect that, that trend and watch it grow. Now we're doing a national PK class. And I believe we're going to be doing this either every quarter it's going to be quarterly. So whenever you have new staff, you have, you know, anybody coming on board, that way you guys are continuing to get that support rather than, you know, always sending somebody in the salon. Because if you, it, you know, depends on the, the culture, depends on where you're at. Um, you know, it may not be safe to have somebody doing something in salon. So, you know, knowing that the virtual classes are there, knowing that we haven't stopped doing the education, knowing that there's a cutting class, you know, on Monday, you can always like join one of our classes. If you want to look at any, find out anything about this, look at uh, MoroccanOilProfessionals.com. We have Moroccan Oil partners. If you're a Moroccan Oil customer, we have beautiful business. So if you want the blog, you want to see more information about, you know, what more can they do? What are the state guidelines? There's so many resources out there, not just with Moroccan Oil though. I mean, I've seen the same thing with Euphora. I've seen it with Lanza. I've seen it with Kerastas. Um, I've got a lot of friends that work within this industry that they're, we're giving so much back. And honestly, it's about time we kind of stepped it up. I think it's about time that, you know, you have these resources because we are in a place where the demand on our time is so much stronger and greater than it used to be because of technology. And therefore having these resources, so you bring somebody in, so you have a new stylist that's just started, you're like, okay, great. I'm going to set you up with this virtual PK class, or I'm going to use these digital assets coming from the distributor, this whole learning portal that's being built. These are the things that people are starting to do. And I think it's very impressive to watch, to watch it all change. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think too, from a scheduling and salon owner side of things, pre-shutdown and pre-accessibility with all of these online methods, you know, it's really hard to schedule out. And like, you know, I was teased, it's like herding cats, trying to get all of your team to be on the same, like, okay, who can commit to this day, this time? Anyway, and that's just because it's life, right? It's just hard exactly. to orchestrate and you wanna make sure that you're bringing good education and value to the table so that everyone is like, oh, I'm in, I'm in. 
count me in for attendance and that you get 100% attendance. I will say that I have personally seen that if I can't get 100% of attendance on that moment because of these new platforms, because we can record, because I can send it back out to someone that was like, hey, I'm really sorry, not able to attend, guess what? Now they have the link, they can get caught up and they can get caught up in a really quick timeline rather than having to wait until you schedule the next one. And you've got a rep in salon or an educator in salon months from now. So I think really giving the instantaneous of that um, immediate information, but then also immediately being able to get people caught back up. From a salon owner's perspective, I will say that that's been the best thing about the educational platform of what we're seeing now and today. So absolutely, I hundred percent agree. I mean, having the opportunity to record the conversation—that's something like when you're when you have somebody in your salon teaching a class. Like, how many times are you sitting there with your phone trying to? follow along, but then you're like, oh, wait, I've got to go, and you got, I get to put my hands, I, gotta, I get to get to work here, too. So this is such an awesome way to continue to have that dialogue and always being able to share that information with your team. Um, I do know that there are a lot of the distributors out there that are starting to um, create their own education portals where they're going to house this, this information. Um, just in case, I, I, as a case in point, uh, more or less, I'm actually doing the same thing with my company. Um, they've asked me to kind of to record a business course about websites, e-commerce, and then we're going to share that with their distributors as a part of the education platform for them. So you can have this information. You can watch and like, what are the steps to do in e-commerce? What are the steps in building a, a solid website? How do I effectively utilize my technology to make my salon work for me? So, I mean, I don't know how I became that expert. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, I do. I know how you did. <laughs> I, I, I love this industry so much. And I, I just think the constant evolution and watching how this all shapes and changes and the embracing how everybody's embracing the Zoom calls. Everybody's embracing their FaceTime. They're embracing this culture that everybody has been so resistant, especially us. I'm in my 40s. I'm in 40s. I mean, I came from before we had like mobile phones and before computers and before I remember the life when I had a rotary dial, like, you know, it's, it's such a different environment where we are today. And I think the more that we start to utilize these tools that are available to us, the better we're all going to be. I mean, it's just going to really maximize your efforts. You're going to have, you know, learning on demand. It's, it's incredible. Well, that's exactly why you're put in that position to bring that information to the table. That is precisely why and well-deserving. And I can't wait to get, you know, a sense of what you're going to bring to the table. It's going to be fantastic. And, and really, I have to say that you kind of nailed it. I think that rising to the occasion, right, within brands and, and like yourself, who is an integral part of the brand that you work for, you guys are all rising to that, elevating that standard, bringing more to the table. I know I'm doing that the best that I absolutely can within my own salon bubble, but having the resources through companies like yours and through people like you, it really does bring that next level of, we were good before, watch us be better. And it's fantastic. 
I'm, I'm grateful yeah. for you guys. It, it, it's, it's funny, I, I, you know, living in New York, you know, we're like New York's tough, New York's strong, New York, you know, and we always rebuild bigger. And I, I believe that, you know, it, it, the distributors, a lot of them have offices here in New York. And I believe that across the U.S., um, you know, we're so good at being uh, inventive and creating new and, and better ideas and better ways to work more efficient. And in our industry, I mean, there's so many amazing people out there, Textel to, you know, all the platforms, not just Forest to, you know, there's Boulevard, there's all, everybody has their unique talent and what they're doing. Um, I'm very blessed to have been in this industry for, as long, I mean, a very long time. And I'm very happy that I, I've got to partner with you guys on multiple levels, you know, not just from, you know, where we are, where I am now, but also with Forrest. And um, I know that you did a, a call with Forrest and I'm sure they talked about, you know, the new ingenuities that they, they're putting forth, like the e-commerce store and connection with them. I've even talked with them about that as well. So, you know, the best thing to do in this circumstance is talk to your reps, talk to your salon consultants, ask them about e-commerce, ask them about, you know, what do they suggest the best practices are and do they partner with Salon Interactive? Are they utilizing these tools? Just ask the question. And then from there, then everything else will start to fall in place. It'll help, it'll help you guys just in case we end up in a second wave, you know, or third wave or whatever. It will help to create that st stable income that you're going to need while we go through and try to figure out what we're doing with the rest of our life, you know? Absolutely. We'll just so. weather it all together at every turn, yeah. right? That's all we can do. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad we got a chance to talk about these two big topics. I think that you, you know, we could both go on forever and ever about them and, and it will Probably. always be evolving tomorrow. We may have more strategies. I'm sure we will. And the day after that, but, um, <laughs> I think it's good to dive into these very relevant topics right now, but I also want to get a chance to dive into getting to know you a little bit more. Um, so be it that you touched on New York. So I know that you're in the city and of course you just mentioned how strong New York is and New York is very strong, but I want to know what is the best part about being in New York? Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I've lived in New York for 15 years and I live in, in Brooklyn. I think the greatest thing about the people here is even through the adversity and the challenges that we have, we've all overcome from even from 9-11 all the way through. People band together. People are strong. They, they, they have this sense of community. Um, I can walk down my street. Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody sticks together. We have a plan. We got our directive. And I think that that's, that's one of the most amazing things about New York is we, we know how to just, you know, hammer through things because we want to be open. We want, we want to live our life, you know, so we're, we're doing what's needed. And I think that it's awesome here. Like that, that's my favorite thing about this place. I love it. I love it. New York has such a part of my heart and soul. And every time I get a chance to talk to you, I'm always like, I just miss it so much, but I do <laughs> I miss it so much. Um, anytime. You guys are always welcome to come. I'll, I'll show you. I'll take you everywhere. I'll take you through my neighborhood. And now I have a car I can drive you around all over too. So awesome. <laughs> show you places you've never seen. I'm going <laughs> to take you up on it. I am. So prior to New York, will you tell me about where you're from? Yeah, so originally I, I moved to New York in 2005 from San Francisco. Um, I was born in Spokane, Washington, military family moved all over. 
but San Francisco really was, you know, when I was a child, I was there, moved away, came back when I was 21, and really was part of my big formative years in my life, um, and, and, and learning who I was. And then I think when I was strong enough to, you know, and was standing on my own two feet, New York was calling me, you know, it was kind of the next step. It's amazing. You cut your teeth in one city to go to another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cut your teeth to learn all the lessons of what you're not going to do when you come to New York, you know? Precisely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Noted. <laughs> I love it. Well, you and I talk a lot about food every time we're together, whether we're having a meal together, we're just like talking about food. But um, will you share what your favorite food is? Oh, gosh. I mean, honestly, I'm half Thai. I have to say Thai food is my hands down favorite. Next to that would be Mexican food. I love to cook a combination of fusion of both sides. The great thing with New York is that we have very diverse neighborhoods. So there's a very specific little Thai neighborhood that has some of the best Thai food next to being in Thailand. And, you know, as I learned of being in Thailand this last year, um, I found a restaurant here that I swear to God, I could be there, I could be here, it wouldn't matter. So as long as they're serving me outside and right now, and I can have some food, it's awesome. It's so good. That's fantastic. I know we talk about Thai food quite a bit and we're both, you have, it's in your, it's in your DNA. I just <laughs> yeah. have a strong appreciation. <laughs> yeah, well, I've also said, you know, like if you come to New York, I'll cook Thai food for you. So, yeah. you know, I love my curries. I love my fried rice. I love, I have, I have stuff ready to go. So. Again, you get it ready. I'll be there soon. I will. Yes. <laughs> um, so this is a random one, but I think it's fun. So if you could be any animal, what would you be? Hmm, animal. That's a very good question. Well, I always like make fun of the fact that I, you know, I'm the year of the rabbit. Um, I definitely don't want to be rabbit because rabbits always end up being food. Um, I kind of like the idea of being any kind of like, like an eagle or a bird that can fly. I love to be able to see over everything. I love to fly, period, because I love being on airplanes. Um, but I like just the, that freedom of being able to get from one place to the next and be able to see everything that's in your view, um, unobstructed. That, I think that that would be, in the next life, that's what I'd want to be as a bird. I want to be able to fly. That's incredible. I love it. I love the analogy, and it speaks to you. And in the ways that I know you, too, I think it's <laughs> perfection. <laughs> um, what's your favorite show right now? What are you into watching? Oh, my goodness. So... I'm really enjoying The Politician. We're almost done with that, going into second season. I just finished this amazing and very powerful show on Hulu called Normal People. It is an Irish film, and it's about these two kids that meet during high school. And uh, she's a you know misfit. Nobody likes her because she's so smart and so intelligent. And then he's like the star jock. Um, she ends up, you know, they end up going to the same university, at Trinity College in Dublin, and uh, they start running, you know, coming into the same circles. But then the, the roles reverse where she becomes the most, you know, everybody reveres her and then he's kind of like a nobody. And this love affair that's between them is so intense. It, it's, I, I, it made me cry. It's, it's a beautiful show. Um, absolutely suggest watching that. It will, it, it will just, your heart will just melt. That's awesome. I have not watched it. So I'm, I'm gonna put it right on the list for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. It's on Hulu, well, yes. 
Hulu has a lot of great shows right now. The Great is another awesome one. I just started. I just oh started. Yeah. I love it so much. I was sharing with one of my other team members yesterday. And we were both like, it's a little gory. It is. Yeah. But it's so good, though. Yeah. She, it's so well written. And it, it has a touch of, like, it reminds me of, like, Marie Antoinette, Sofia Coppola. It has that sort yep. of campy with the cinematography. is just so beautiful. and. Yep. Really That's exactly, exactly how we describe it. It's got this dark humor, mm -hmm. but it's so cleverly written. It's fun. It does have that Marie Antoinette, you know, kind of so Sofia Coppola. Um, the acting is incredible. That's, I mean, and if you haven't seen Mrs., that's another one. I think Hulu has really stepped it up also. Mrs. Is, uh, Mrs. America or whatever it's called, or Mrs. Mrs. Fantastic. That was also really intense. That's awesome. I have to check that one out too. I haven't, I haven't done that. We got to get through the great and then I can move on, <laughs> but I have to, I have to watch it early in the evening because of that gore factor in it. I'm, oh yeah. Well, it's normal people time. make sure to watch when the kids are asleep because there is a lot of sexuality because they're young kids. I mean, they're they're high school going into college, so yes. just be warned. But it is it no, they're it's beautifully done. It's it's really a spectacular story. Awesome! I'll have to check it out for sure. Well, what do you think that is your best asset or your superpower? My superpower is connectivity. I am a, I, like Jeff or everybody will tell you, I'm a super con, con, uh, connector. I love to connect people. Um, when somebody says, I have a need for this, I always have an answer for where they can get that. Um, they want to, you know, my friend like wrote me the other day. He's like, I'm thinking about getting a car. What do I do about car insurance? And I was like, blah, blah. I gave him like every resource that's out there without having to do with me. My friend tells me they want to move. I'm like, okay, here's 16 list listings that are around my neighborhood. You know, um, I'm always about connection. And I think, you know, from a personal and physical standpoint, connecting to my friends, connecting to my community, um, that's definitely my superpower for sure. Here, here to that. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Not that you need my approval on any of these, but I, uh, I, I think that that is your strong suit for sure. And it was very <laughs> evident in, in the first about 30 seconds that you and I met that connectivity was going to be part of um, this magic moment that connected us for sure. And that was all brought out by you. So great. Uh, that. Well, the last thing I want to say, ask you is, I know we're not doing much traveling, but when you can, when, where's the next place that you want to go? The first place I'm going as soon as we're allowed to travel again is going back to Thailand. Um, I, I, I was there at the beginning of this year. I left Thailand on just January 1st, came back to the U.S. Um, it was, seeing as I'm Thai, it was the first time I'd been there. Um, I've been taking Thai classes, so I, I can speak and learn and meet my family that's there. Um, I have, I have a huge family in Thailand that I've not, never met. I, they, I can't even communicate with them through Facebook because they, they write each other in Thai. So it's just knowing that they're there. Um, so my goal is by this time next year, hopefully we'll be able to travel there and I'm going to go and meet them and be able to speak to them in our language. It's incredible. That's so incredible. I'm <laughs> rooting for it that it will happen in that timeline. Fingers crossed all the good stuff out there. 
and it'll be an amazing first connection and um and equally kind of like a family reunion but for the first exactly. time it's gonna be great after being a war baby after vietnam you know this is you know i'm I'm that american cousin that you know they've never met so i get to come in and and let them know that i learned i i i went and did the work to learn how to communicate with them so i'm very excited about that it's gonna be awesome they're gonna be overjoyed it'll be fantastic well i'm yeah. so grateful that you took some time to sit and chat with me and and i think that i don't know you're just wonderful that's all i have to say <laughs> you're just wonderful and i'm so grateful for everything you bring to our business to who i am as a salon owner, someone in this industry, and you are a treasured friend. Uh, thank you, I feel the same way about you. And you and Chad have just been, I mean, honestly, I feel very close to family with you guys and your your kids, I mean, my God, like I, every chance I get to see them, that's amazing too. So as soon as we can, I would love to, you know, I know Thailand is my big vacation, but I would love to figure out time to come out and visit or vice versa. Well, maybe when all this opens up, like I said, I'm going to come and hunt you down in New York and we'll make it happen. Yes. But you can come yes. to the desert anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Happy to. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a wonderful day and I can't wait to talk to you soon. You too, my dear. Thank you.